0: How do you get past your past? It's a question that lingers throughout a canceled culture. And yet there have been generations of cultures who have shunned and avoided each other. Dr. Otis Ledbetter is the author of nine books, which include Your Heritage, a longtime feature that I worked on with Jim Weidman, the Family Night Guy, and Kurt Bruner when I was a writer-producer at Focus on the Family. The Bible's the Bible, right? And, and that's what we're talking about today, too, with the counseling and biblical counseling. Uh, and And not... Not what we've made it into. Uh, I I think that's, you know, there's a stigma now because of how we have turned biblical counseling into something that is Mm non-scientific people forget that god invented science (laughs) you know uh, you know he creates another day every day so he 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 knows the scientific process so uh, he he
1: absolutely does (laughs) it it, it, it is amazing and i tell everybody you know the greatest psychology book that's ever written is bible the bible is the greatest psychology book ever written and when I got into it, I've, I've been in counseling all my life. I, I uh, when I taught at college, they put they put that hat on me, and they would send the students to me. And then years back, I had the opportunity to be chaplain for the 144th Interceptor Wing of the Air Force, and it's got a base here in Fresno.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they asked me to to be a chaplain, so I did. I went in three years and still kept the pastorate. But my job was counselor to the pilots because uh, of the of the f sixteens right they uh, if they if they if they go to the psychologist or the therapist then it goes on their record they come to the chaplain and it doesn't go on their record and uh, wow it, 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 you know the uh, we deal in um i am not a clinical psychologist I'm, right. i deal with what's called subclinical mm-hmm. if it if it rises to that level then i have people i recommend that they go see um, right if it, you know if it gets above my pay grade but because it's subclinical and because most people Really, like Dr. Larry Krebs said, they don't have psychological disorders. They're they're suffering with something called existential crisis or existential despair, which really doesn't need a therapist. You just need to find a way to walk through that. Hmm. And um, that's really what I deal with mostly. You know, I could put a shingle out, and they would be lined up down the street, the people that want
0: to have some
1: kind of... just some kind of an answer they're just looking for answers
0: yeah there's a there's been a study that the church is the first place that uh, whether whether it's military people or it's people just out uh, in in the community that's the first place they go to during a mental health crisis is the mm-hmm. church and so yeah. churches is not really equipped uh, right now in the way we would like to see it that's one of the things that we're doing uh, with mind matters and 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 counseling Culture because we we live in a culture that's canceling uh, each other. There's no forgiveness in that. Uh, There's uh, it's it's just cutting people off, and so we have we have communities that aren't really community anymore because uh, they've written everybody off, and so then what do people do in that kind of crisis? Because you know that's isolation. That's uh, that's a lot of things that are going on, and the place that that people do not find isolation, hopefully, is the church. And yeah. I, I think that's why they go for mental health crisis to the church first. And the church needs to be equipped to to be able to do what you do. Uh, if they need psychiatric help, then you recommend them uh, on on yeah. up that line. But Absolutely. Uh, but there's a mm-hmm. biblical foundation to that.
1: That's, and that's the way God designed it. Right, uh, his, his foundation uh, is, and then you build on top of that. You build on my my mentor. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but my mentor was uh, Henry Brandt. Um, we were good friends. We spent a lot of time together, and he, in his practice, if uh, if they would allow me to sit in as he trained me, if they allowed me to sit in when I was younger, he would he, he would charge them less. And so many people said, "Yeah, said, then." Yeah. So I sat into his counseling sessions and learned so much from him because mm. um, he was the dean of Christian counselors. He taught Dobson and he, he taught oh, uh, yes in La Haye. Okay, right. And uh, um, so he he was the dean of the Christian Council long before Christian counseling or Christian psychologists were um, was popular.
0: That's so interesting, you write that a good percentage of the population has suffered trauma. What are the symptoms, and why does trauma run rampant at home, work, school, and in community?
1: Well, the reason I wrote this book set free, and the subtitle really says it better release from the damage of trauma, yeah, um, because trauma damages. And the first thing that I have to do when somebody has experienced a traumatic event is to um, define trauma to them because most people think that trauma is a traumatic event that you've experienced and everybody has experienced traumatic events. I don't know of anybody in their life that's lived very long and hasn't had something that really has hurt them deeply, but that's not trauma. Uh, Trauma uh, is the chronic reaction to that traumatic event. That's why three people can suffer the same traumatic event and only one suffer trauma. Because the chronic reaction to that person is they can't get over it. Uh, they're they're trying to do something. They'll even begin to act out so that they can try to get a different outcome. In athletics, I, I talk about how uh, the guy that kicks the field goal and he's has the chance in the closing seconds of the game, and he misses to the left, and he, he his team loses. He has an entire year to react chronically to Ugh. that loss, to right. that, to that, and in the replay, it doesn't matter how many times he replays it in his mind or on his team monitor. That ball does not go through, and we chronically react to it because we're wanting a different outcome. The only way you get a different outcome is that if you go through it again, you have a chance to try again. But before you get it right, there's all kind of things you'll go through. Right. And so you, you say, well, how did you know you're in trauma? Well, you, trauma includes sadness and confusion. And in the book, I go through fear, anxiety. I talk about mood swings and then isolation, which we talked about earlier, and lying, you live by lies, We look for a safe place, right. like the trauma has created a place that's not safe, and church is a safe place, and that's one of the reasons they go is because it is safe, but even disassociation, confusion, all of that, and something that psychologists call existential despair, you lose your reason for living. Mm. Uh, you don't have pur- you don't have purpose you don't have you,
0: purpose you, right
1: you, you've lost your life purpose right so d- when that comes along that's when uh, people will look for some help some some kind of help it, it's interesting i was listening to a gentleman who speaks for teen challenge he he said something that hit, went right to my heart as a pastor he said he's never heard in his lifetime and this was an older fellow he's never heard a pastor preach on trauma from the pulpit really and and i thought about it myself and i said you to myself you know i don't know that i really i've really ever taken the word trauma and and gone there so i did i that's the reason for this book i i studied it i went into it deeply i did interviews everything and i i began to see that the characters that god has put into the book Mm -hmm. um They've all suffered trauma, and I use them as sort of again, he pigs to talk about faith from fear to faith. Um, I talk about Mary and Martha, and right. from, from anxiety to uh, assurance. Talk about Job, if you read the first three chapters of the book of Job, I mean, there's <laughs> nothing more full of trauma than:
0: right. What happened to you, him. you lose your family, you lose everything and uh, your livelihood and you know everything that, you, that that job went through, and you know people compare when they're going through job moments. Uh, maybe Job is a uh, synonymous with trauma, right
1: <laughs> Well, he really is, and he was the crown jewel of his of his culture. Um, it says it in the scriptures. The first three chapters of trauma. The next twenty-seven chapters. It's how he dealt with it. There's the chronic reaction. If you want to see how to react to trauma? Read the next twenty-six chapter, twenty-seven chapters, and it'll show you. He had he suffered anguish. He was looking for answers. Uh, he he argued with God right uh, through it, and uh, and then the last few chapters is when God says, okay. Let me talk to
0: you. <laughs> yeah, right. And God spoke.
1: Yeah. God spoke to him straight yeah. <laughs> it is straightforward. Yeah, very straightforward. Gives him that life back on the path.
0: Stop listening to your friends. Stop listening to the culture. And you know that's that's the one thing that the perseverance of and the faithfulness uh, of of Job and his heart. That's the lesson that uh, that we need to learn. There isn't it? It
1: is. It is. And and we will look for answers. Again, that's one of the reasons people come to my church Yeah, Um, is they've suffered this. They're they're suffering with this trauma. They're reacting to it chronically. They're acting out, and they don't like how they're acting out because in acting out, many times you have to live the lies. In the book, I talk about the Apostle Peter. Yes. When he saw Jesus taken away, he hooked his wagon for three years to that star, and it looked like it was over. Yeah. And um, so he found a safe place in trying to figure figure things out. And the safe place was to lie. I'm not part of him. I don't know him. So, of course, he went out bitterly when he realized what he had done and he never looked for a safe place again in his ministry, but that's that's what the tendency of what traumatic events make us do: find a safe place, live by lies if you have to, so you'll be safe. Hmm. And God wants to take us from lying to some kind of leadership, and that's what He did to Peter. I mean, from lying to being the keynote speaker at Pentecost. I mean, that's right. that's not bad.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a good promotion. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, and let's get back to. Uh, uh, to lying. Uh, people have to lie to themselves first before they perpetuate the, this lie, and, 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 it, and it seems to get bigger. But is lying also, when you when you think about the grieving process, uh, lying and denial, are they close cousins?
1: I think they are, because in order to deny, there has to be something real that you deny. Right. Um, And and so we know that trauma is is real, and we know the alibi. I call it alibi. I I talk about that at at the very first of the book. The I can't cause us to alibi. Why can't you? Well, because of this. And then that's a denial. Of the power of God in your life. That's a denial of who you were created to be. God knows who you are and he knows what you can do and he knows he wants to lead you that direction. And the denial of that is a lie. It's when you're living by a lie.
0: Right. You're listening to a series called Counseling Culture. Uh, Just like with our physical health, we all have mental health that needs to be nourished And cared for. Some of us have mental illnesses, but those are illnesses, just like heart conditions or diabetes. As with these other diseases, they are a result of a fallen world and often need lifelong management. In either case, the church is made for community and should be a safe place to struggle. We are partnering with Colorado Community Church in Aurora. And the mission there is to walk with you in your journey through the challenges and victories and help you embrace your innate value and identity in Christ. For more information, drop us an email at counseledculture at gmail.com. I'm Richard Beatty with Crawford Media, Denver.